Episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt. Happy birthday, Jivanisi. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man, how's business? What's up? What's up? It's good. Cool. Can't complain. It's a new year. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not December 6th, it's January ah. 7th. Yeah. So, because we're more organized. That's right. <laughs> I, I feel it already. We have a producer, and we're, and we're moving forward in the mm. new year. And in this episode, we're talking about the future of SEO, the thing that we love talking about the most. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. So fucking organized. Damn, you are good. Blasting through it. Just uh, clearing out my mouth. <laughs> Spit. <laughs> I need like a spittoon. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah. Dude, we're, you know, lasso. We got lasso out. Like spittoon? No? Yeah, it's, it's like on theme. Yeah, all right, cool. Uh, let's talk about SEO. Well, I want to mm. talk about... Um, well, okay, so we have it written here. Some old hat SEO strategies that are dying away, or at least that aren't as effective anymore, and what does the future of SEO look like? So uh, what are some trends that we've noticed over the last several years of running our websites? I know, let's just, let's just I guess, let's just talk about backlinks. For, for yeah. It's the thing that, I think both of us have sort of... It was a great idea for organizing information when the internet was created. Yes. But unfortunately... Uh, as is with all things in the United States, when there's incentives, uh-huh. you get perverse results. And so mm. when success mm. was backlinks, do you mean I could buy success then? And that is what played out for years. Whoa. I think you just compared it to our democracy, American democracy. <laughs> that is interesting. Mm. I've never thought of it that way. But you're right. I mean, essentially... They were votes. You know, if you, if, if Home Depot.com, <laughs> that's a bad example, but like that's the one I always use for some reason because it's Swim University. I'm like, wow, if only Home Depot.com linked to Swim University, I would never need another backlink because they literally. Life changing. Yeah, it would be a huge backlink 
to get from a huge company that's super trusted, which is basically like the biggest it's it would be it's a huge vote, you know, mm. and that's the thing like back then some votes counted more than others, you know, so I know shit what I used to do is just like you, you <laughs> uh is this the the spinning wizard n- uh so I know. Did you ever use that unique article wizard? I, I did. Oh God, it was so hard to use. It was hard. It t- it took me hours to create an article that was garbage that would just waste people's time. Right, because you know, because because what you had to do was write the sentences so that when you clicked the button to like flip the sentences around, it would still make sense. Yeah, and so <laughs> you're creating a million deviations of like one sentence. Yeah, and then you had like I don't know a hundred left. Ugh. That was the word, and and so that you could... thanks Pat Flynn. That was his idea. <laughs> that was his idea. Yeah, I found that shit from him. Whoa, I found it from this these guys. It was his uh, original backlink article. Whoa, really? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah I was okay. like a super disciple. Wow. Really. All right. So, yeah, mine. Man, I used to do that shit. Um, there was a. I was part of a. Um, on a like a a thing called the keyword Academy, which I don't think is available anymore. Um, it was two guys that I, that early, like early, I think the guy, the one guy that ran it, he ranked for like make money online or something like that. Like he ranked mm. number one for it. So I was like, Oh, I'm following this dude. And, and what they taught was totally like the fucking thing you did back then. It, Oh, like how, like backlinks. And yeah, it was, I mean, mm. even doing like spinning articles, you know, which was that idea of like creating one article that you could flip all the sentences around and create basically multiple variations of the same article and then submitting those to article directories. And so they developed a uh, a, a software where uh, everyone in their community could quickly spin up WordPress sites and then be a part of this community. And then you could, they had this plugin where you could send your articles to other, uh, to other websites, and then they could just hit approve and publish it on their blog. And it was called the original private blog network. Dude, it was kind of cool though. I, I mean, dude, that is like gaming. That is the gaming the system. To max. Yep. Yeah. And 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 I used to have a I used to have a spreadsheets, dude. And what year was this? Uh two thousand and seven, eight, eight-ish, seven, eight. Yeah, eight, so nine, like, even. And yeah. that, that is some sophisticated shit. Yeah. And so it was imagine good. what it became as we got closer <laughs> to 2018. How oh. sophisticated gaming Google. Yeah. You know. Oh, and and yeah. So I used to have spreadsheets. I used to have spreadsheets of um so I was trying to rank for robotic pool cleaners on Swim University. Which you did eventually. Which I do, and I still do, yeah. Um, but the way I got there quickly initially was I created a, I had an article on our site, you know, mm-hmm. and then I created 150 different variations of the same article wow. and submitted them to 150 different websites. And I kept track of all of this in a spreadsheet and I did this for multiple articles. So like that was just one. So imagine I probably spun maybe a couple of thousand articles. And I actually had so many articles on easy. Remember easy articles? Mm. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. They sent me, uh, they sent me 
like mugs and t-shirts and all kinds of shit because <laughs> I just gave him so much content. Yeah. <laughs> the king of Ezine. Yeah. So I, I remember when I started with my matters, people had these plugins on their site that would show like the top commenter. Uh-huh. And it would like li- and like it would be like, you know, Andrew, and it would then link to Listen Money Matters. And oh. some of them even had plugins that would pull from my RSS feed and when that Andrew link, it wouldn't just be to listenmoneymatters.com, it'd be to like whatever the latest article we published. So I went out, I found every single one in the personal finance space built a tool to help me track daily what if because you had to be in the top 10 commenters yeah to to get a link on on every page of their site yeah shit. i built a whole tool to track and i spent hours and hours commuting home and from work commenting on bullshit things <laughs> <laughs> for back yeah i mean like yeah blog commenting was a huge way to get backlinks hmm. it's just like yeah you're right it, it was it worked well in the beginning it made sense in the beginning and now that google is the smartest thing on the planet with a sophisticated ai and machine learning technology they don't need votes anymore they can literally scan websites and and the and thing tell. is like we both know that your ezine articles are bullshit right and we both know that all the backlinks i built with commenting are bullshit the thing is now google also knows they're right bullshit. exactly and what's interesting i you know I, i'm gonna try to find this article real quick and i think it was on a site called seo ranger I want to say that that's the name of it, um, if that's even a site. Rank Ranger. Yes. Ah, I, I know of that site. So uh, somebody had written an article, and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to find it just by looking in here because it was a massive article. Uh, but basically, the idea was that, or at least this, this idea that Google now has the technology, right, to go to visit a website. And with machine learning and AI and you know, all kinds of other things, uh, they can now pretty much look at your website and judge it like a human would, Mm. you know? And just that idea that he threw out there, it was just like that. Yeah. And, and here it's, so it's this, the article is, can Google now profile your site? August is Google update post analysis, a case study. And so, it's a really long article, but it's very interesting um, because what happened, I think, in August of 2018 was a lot. And you you would know more about this than I would, but a lot of sites, especially in the health and finance space, got specifically those two. Yeah, yeah got fucking like deranked hard. You know, and it makes a ton of sense because if you say had some sort of stomach issue mm-hmm. and you were looking for a solution. I could be a nobody and write a bullshit solution that you might then follow because I ranked and you could seriously injure yourself or or just not get, you know, your stomach issue solved. And so they wanted to put authority up front. Yeah. And, and the same with money. You could, you know, you could be taking bad advice, bad financial advice from these like non-financial experts just because they, you know, some... You know, even you, like you could be, you could hire somebody in another country or something that knows nothing about the American economy to write an article based on like just their research on other articles. Oh, absolutely. And, and who knows and what they were. that stuff happens yeah, in the totally. personal finance space. Yeah. And so they were just like, well, we're only going to, you know, basically all these sites that are just like throwing out these bullshit articles just to get as many articles out there and, and rank for as many keywords as possible. We're actually going to penalize them now. Mm. And 
that was sort of the the impetus of this article, which is like, well, now does that mean Google is literally looking at your site objectively and not just through like code and, and words? Like they can literally look at your site as a whole and go, this site blows or this site's great. Yeah, and, and I think it should be through the lens of like if someone listening went and showed you Matt Givenisi, yeah. their website, would you judge them based yeah. on this, that, or whatever? Like, what would you say? And if Google can't make the same taste decisions that you would now, how how long, really, until they could? Yeah, right, exactly. So, And are you going to play to the one where, like, I'm a personal finance website, and I'm going to also rank for oranges near me? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> does it make sense? Right, right. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, exactly. And... Yeah, you can either game the system, right? Which you're not playing against a computer anymore. Mm. I think you're playing against another person. And yeah. I think Google is a person. <laughs> like, that knows more than you do. That, yeah, that is. Because cool. they know of every other thing that exists. Yeah. I, I honestly, like, I know, like, we we don't have, like, true AI yet. But if anyone's going to get to true AI first, I think it's going to be Google. Because mm. they literally have data, more data than probably every other company besides maybe Facebook. They're scraping the world's knowledge multiple times a day. Yeah. And the world's knowledge being like the internet. Yeah. It's, it's, so imagine creating a site. If you like, yeah, just create it for your friend or somebody who needs it. And if, if it's awesome to them, it's probably going to be awesome to Google. Yeah. And that's this article, uh, which again, like if you want to just Google, uh, can Google profile your site and I'm sure it'll come up. It's, it's super long. But it was one of the most interesting SEO like theories that I read this year because I was like, that makes sense to me. Uh, that make and they and they did research. It's not like they're just postulating some like random theory. Like they actually looked at a ton of websites and and you know came up with this theory based on actual data mm. and and based on after this like uh, this huge August Google update, which pretty much. It crushed a lot of websites and a lot of people in your industry, which it didn't crush you. Mm, no, we've done never better. I know. And, and you've heard me over the course of weeks, like finally, like joyfully watching the destruction where I felt it always should have been. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think backlinks are, a f- I am, I have officially marked them dead for the last two years, to be yeah. honest. Like I haven't done, I don't think, I, I mean, Brew Cabin, I've never done a single – I never did an, any outreach campaign at all. Um, I none of, our, none of our backlinks that we have, because we do have a few, are from other beer-related sites. And yet somehow we rank number one for a lot of keywords mm. over very popular, long been-in-the-game-a-long-time websites in the beer industry. Right. And I, that's, I know that's anecdotal, but explain that. <laughs> explain that shit. Well, I think there's some other strategies that we've employed because like we couldn't, wouldn't, whatever, do the backlink thing. And yeah. I think we're getting rewarded now because we inadvertently created what Google always wanted but couldn't rank for. Right. Well, we spent our time developing great content as opposed to going out and spending that time trying to build a bunch of backlinks. So mm. I remember that... Uh, uh, what's his name? Derek Halpern of Social Triggers. 
he used to say you should spend 20%. It was an 80-20 rule. Spend 20% on the content this. and 80% promoting it. And I was like, die That made me so angry. I, me too. I hated that. I was like, no, it should be completely flipped. And mm. I've said that I've been I've – been, But he was big at the time. He was big and he and had – so promotion for him was – Totally. Yeah. I mean, look – I've been I remember saying the opposite of that, not just trying to be a contrarian, but to literally saying the opposite of that for like the last four or five years. Going, no, 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 no. Cause if the, if if anything, I was I took, you know, you and I have both like, you know, took Corbett's advice, really, which from mm. Fizzle, which was like write epic shit. Four and people. Four people. And it was like, and it, and when I the first time I fucking did that on Swim University after reading that, I was like, I immediately saw results, and I was like, ooh, okay, I get it now, mm. you know, like, and and then that's when I, and then when I heard that, I was like, no, actually, I think my whole thing was, and I remember telling this to a few of my friends, I remember saying, dude, write, just spend all of your time, eighty percent of your time writing like this most massively awesome thing. Like if you think you're done, you're not do spend 10 more hours on it or whatever. Mm. And then just give it a boost. Just give it a little like float out into the world. And I'm saying like, send it to your, I mean, it could be as little as sending it to your email list, posting it on Facebook, posting it on Twitter, the easiest fucking thing you can do. And let it just let it do that. And that has always worked for me at Swim University, and I've never done that at Brew Cabin. I didn't even – I never posted a fucking article that we've written on Facebook mm. or Twitter or Instagram or – not that he can – or Pinterest or even send it out to our email list. We, we largely have not, and we have attempted. Yeah. And with, with like no results. Yeah. You know, like there was a time where we're like, okay, everything has to go on Reddit. And we're going <laughs> to try right, and make right. – the worst place to ever try and sure, you know, and like maybe got a few people, sure, but it was never worth it. No, and in fact, when I, I mean, not that this is an SEO thing, but when I did that email marketing, you know, stunt thing or whatever I did, where I was like, give me your email address page, I sent it out to a hundred people on my email list, and that was mm -hmm. all I ever did, and it just went viral. So you don't need much, and that was my whole thing. Like, just give it a little nudge. It's all mm. like twenty. Spend twenty percent of your time just nudging it, and twenty percent of your time is like nothing. It's you could probably spend like one percent of your time nudging. And I, I think maybe to a degree you're an exception in this case, but I think in most cases you're not prepared to go viral, anyways. And if you did, no, it's right. not going to do anything for you because it'll be on the post you didn't monetize yet or yeah. whatever. And so focus less on that and more on long term sustainable results. Right. What about um, this? So, so we have a couple of things written here, but I want to talk about the quality versus quantity thing. But more importantly, I think one of the things that I've noticed, again, anecdotally, but I can give you a really great example of this, hmm. is that uh, you actually don't need that many articles. Like, no. You don't need to publish every day or every week or every month. And... Uh, you will still rank, and I think one I could I could say that Brew Cabin is uh, an anecdotal example of that. But if you want a really good anecdotal example, look at Backlinko. Mm. Right. So he well okay. So he became what he is as a result of backlinking. 
True. Now changes tune and obviously created great stuff as well. Yeah, and and be like that is important. The, he fucking changes tune. He, his so, skyscraper technique 2.0 does not include backlinks anymore, and I think that's I th- very I think, important. Okay, I th- I think that uh, and, and I think it's like vindication. I agree. But I think that uh, we spent a little time on like what quality means because when I've met people in person yeah and they have large websites and i have large websites and i'm like you know like we always are talking tactics yeah like whenever someone says to me create great shit i want to punch them in the face (laughs) i mean like (laughs) and one time i will why did angie go to jail someone told him to create great things (laughs) he punched them (laughs) yeah killed the guy actually no no i spent my whole (laughs) life trying to create the worst things yeah right but, you know, there's, like, little nuances, and I think that's, like, where this year, Laura and I, or this year, last year, Laura and I found a lot of success is really defining what that is. What is that? Because I'll, I'll either, what are those nuances that you're speaking of? Like, or just a couple. Because I, I think I, I certainly know a few myself like i've i've definitely used these i i feel like we've we've chewed each other's ear off on a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. but to kind of like run through the list and and i think like top of mind um comprehensiveness i i have mm. all but completely jumped into the pool like i think that comprehensiveness wins yes i'm just i'm very convinced on yes. that so if you're talking about how to get out of debt and it's 800 words and the length I don't think matters no. really at all, but you can't possibly cover that in completeness in 800 words. Mm-hmm. You know, it just is so much more. And so if there is something that you can't cover, you have to link out to it. Yes. Like, so if that piece of content is missing, it needs to be referenced. Yes. Because otherwise it's not comprehensive. Agreed. A hundred percent. And, and I think it goes down to the smallest, stupidest level where on Listen Money Matters, we talk about the market a lot. But the, the market, market is... You mean? Egg, that, exactly. Oh, it's right. not abundantly clear that oh. it is the stock market. And so while you can mention it, and you may understand, mm-hmm. as Matt Givenice, and you know me and whatever, but we should be more specific mm-hmm. with things like that. So the market... Has not worked for us. Stock market has. Right. You know, if we're writing something for a quinceanera, we better say that it's for 15-year-old girls because <laughs> right. uh, let, let's not assume yeah. that they know. Okay. So I think for me, the comprehensive, the way I've hacked that, I guess, in a way, mm. uh, or at least I shouldn't say that, the way I've processed that out, in, and it's in the SEO for bloggers course, but it's also like I do this whenever I write content for anything. Is promo code I will, podcast. Huh? Promo code podcast. Promo code podcast. <laughs> uh, shameless plug. So I will literally Google the word, you know, and let's, let's just take a word, the word affiliate marketing since that's like the SEO impossible challenge, right? I literally Googled the word affiliate marketing and just went through all the SERP, like every SERP. So like basically like there's 10 results in the first page. I've opened up all the new tabs. I mm. went to... Page two, open up those 10. Page three, open up those 10. Page four, five. As I'll go as far back as I feel like is necessary. And I will take every, and I will go through each one of those pieces of content, whether they're like, even if they're sales pages or something, like I don't, I don't care. I'll go through it and I will just 
make notes of like big ideas in those like big that are good that are good yeah because you have to have i mean right that's the i think that's the magic there is like you have to have taste a little bit because like you can be comprehensive there's a way to be too comprehensive yeah like they don't want to read the encyclopedia britannica right you, yeah, you, you want you have to be you have to sit there as a as a tastemaker and say, well, you know, this is sort of the same as this, and so like, do people even really need to know that? Hmm. And you can omit it, or you can go, they should, but it should be one fucking sentence. You know, it's like, yeah. and it's basically collecting all of that and going like, this is the your article is the top 20 pages in Google. It's like, imagine, that's what, they, mm. that's what fucking Google wants. They yeah. don't want you to go to page 20 to find something. They want, you, they want to be the first fucking result. And I think that if they can pull a, a, a edge case question yeah. that is useful out of your article, that raises its value in their mind. And so like all these rich snippets, mm-hmm. like perhaps the article on affiliate marketing should have this idea that it could be the rich snippets for potentially thousands of related keywords right answering more detailed things yeah and you ha- and the, the, again i think the secret there is you have to have a little bit of taste you yeah. know like you have to kind of know like bad book writers are bad book writers uh, you know so so okay you you are really good at, at writing well and being engaging um i have to do better at that um but i think one of the things that that you are good at and I think that is important like and there's a great example is you can create something on affiliate marketing mm-hmm. as Matt Givenisi who literally has been making a living off of it for years mm-hmm. and it may be something that I would love as someone also who does it but the people who are searching for affiliate marketing are likely at the very beginning of their journey mm-hmm. and so you have to understand who the audience is yeah. And like you're going to go through all these articles, we have to create it for the people who will actually be reading it. That is what um the backlinko dude refers to as user intent. Hmm. Which I to me always felt like a no-brainer. It's like uh yeah. Yeah, totally. I get it. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Hmm. Am I just weird? I th- I think that you just understand that i think well it's you like understand a, it as soon as you search the word you see all the top like 20 results you're like okay this is all beginner shit it's like okay what, you, what is that word where like uh not not sympathy where like if you hurt if you were hurting i Empath- would like empathetic fe- empathy so i think that is a really strong empathy muscle you have to be able to understand other people's yeah spot to be able to you know well i do think i have that mm. i do think that that is that is a uh, uh, I wouldn't say a superpower, but I definitely, I can definitely read a room. I could definitely mm. go in. I, like if you and I were talking, and my mom's really good at this too. It's like I could walk into a room and go, like, "What's wrong with you? Like, what's what's on your mind? You're you're not fucking." And then you pull a penny out of my ear. Yeah, and you're like, and yeah, everyone got... just claps and you know throws yeah. flowers at you. <laughs> yeah, I just got your nose. Cheer up, little guy. <laughs> oh my god, I'm bleeding. Where's oh, I'm my so nose? sorry. I didn't mean that. But uh. So, so the idea that like, okay, the, the quality of right, great stuff, you're right, is the comprehension. I think it's a Comprehensive mixture. and comprehension, yeah. Sure. I, okay. So I believe it's a mixture of like comprehensiveness with an entertainment factor because mm. I've read, and this, is, this, this actually drives me a little bit crazy, 
when someone takes a, a topic and tries to be comprehensive, right, where they're like, I'm going to write 12,000 words about fucking this topic, about image compression. And I'm like, I don't want to read 12,000 words about image compression. Mm. I don't. This stuff used to rank, right? Like It still does, I think, mm. but... We're at the end. I, I think... think uh, again, Google takes note of a few – there's a lot of factors, and you just have to think of it like – just sit down for like a fucking minute and just think about it. Uh, Google, first of all, if you click an article, right – and this is even good for your own website. If you click an article and it's 12,000 words about image compression, right, mm. are you really going to sit there and read 12,000 words on image con- – that's, that's a quarter of a book, on one mm. fucking little tiny topic, <laughs> you know? Or will you read, let's say, uh, 1,500 words? By the way, I think you read really short books. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm assuming a, a book's of roughly 60,000, a novel's roughly 60,000 words. Mm. That's sort of where I, I think I Googled S- that once. Okay. Well, okay. A novel. 60,000. Yeah. An average novel is 60,000 words. Okay. So it would be like no- a little, like 2%. Yeah. So okay. so imagine um you know you you're imagine a, an article that's 12,000 words about image compression versus getting the exact same information in 1500 words but not only like cuz you can take any 12,000 word article and go well I don't need that sentence I don't need that sentence mm-hmm. I don't need that word literally chop it so that it's like the most punchy like getting the information out like I don't even need this whole section this is stupid. And then on top of all that, like once you've like pared down this like a massive article into, you should make an editing course because I, I reading your thing is you're you have very short ideas that are concise. Yeah, well, I, I think, spend a lot of time crafting those sentences, which is I think you should document that if not for your team. Okay. I think I, I mean I would buy that and just be like my team do this. So check out Editing for Bloggers. Uh, <laughs> it's the massively in-depth video course on, no. Um, I think, yeah, I, I well, bec- you know what it is? It's kind of a hack for me because I don't mm. like writing. I'm not a prose guy. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I like, do stream of consciousness and well, I tend to be verbose. Well, so I do it, that too, but I am not, I am, I hate writing so much. So I'm just trying to get the idea out, but then I'll go back like five or six times and literally stare at one sentence and like just actively try to make it shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm. And that's like, it's kind of a game at this point. You know, I do the same thing with video editing. I'm just like, how do I pare this down into like, get the idea out, make it. And then, then there's this whole idea of punching it up. So it's like, okay, well you have a sentence. Like, is there a way to make that sentence funny? Or is there a way to make that sentence or the sentence before it, or can it be a punchline? And so, I mean, a lot of what I write on Money Lab is like, I'm not just trying to write a journal out and be serious. I'm, I'm trying to get the idea out as fast as possible within the shortest amount of words, but then also make you laugh so that you continue reading. Because I don't want you to just read the first couple paragraphs and go like, Ugh, snooze fest, mm. you know, like, again, 12,000 words on image compression is going to be a snooze fest. It's going to be a com- full of like, unnecessary words and fluff just because your idea of comprehension is just fucking more words. So, so check this out. Okay. Ready? I think the, the, that is like another huge single 
uh, uh, signal, signal for Google how a user interacts mm-hmm. with the page. And so yeah. I don't know if you noticed, um, or I know that you've noticed, but if you search something in Google, click on the result and click back, Google draws a box around the result you clicked and has like some related search terms. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool, well, that's super helpful. But that in the least tells you that they know that you clicked back right. onto the search results. And so now do it again and sit on the site for a really long time and click back. And the thing is they could tell when it wasn't helpful. Right. And so if people, so I think like, uh, as a developer, when we ran like lots of AB tests, I ran so many AB tests in my day. (laughs) Uh, I think the SERPs are this one huge AB test where Mm -hmm. the click is a vote. It's an upvote. Yep. And the click back is more than just one downvote. Right. Because uh, Google is not, Google doesn't want to give you a chance. Mm-hmm. They need the best shit up there yeah. all the time, always. Yep. And just because you were the best doesn't mean that Matt Giovanisi didn't come along and make something better. Mm-hmm. And so they need to give that a chance as well. So think about that, though. Like, take that exact mm-hmm. scenario. So, mm-hmm. one, you want your, you know, Google's trying to answer a question. They click your link. One, your, your content better answer that question, and it better do it fast. Uh, two, it better do it. It better hold your attention. So make it entertaining. And three, that fucking page better load. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that also, if you click, you're like, oh, this tape page is taking forever to load. I hit back or God forbid, like the whole, like, I don't know why people do this. Google anymore. says the average mobile internet connection is three G speeds. Yeah. So it has to be snappy on three G. Well, well, the other thing too, I, I thought about is I, I am, so, and I, I really want to do an episode on this, but I don't even think there's enough to even talk about, but I what? am so against the stock photo. Mm-hmm. I think the stock photo is completely wasting real estate. I mean, yeah. if you, if that is the truth, if the truth, if we believe right now, the future of SEO is that whole, and I've always I've been saying like pogo sticking is the fucking enemy. You mm-hmm. you do not want somebody to click on a you know a result your result, go to your page and immediately hit the back button or hit the back button in the first minute even thirty mm-hmm. seconds whatever because that means your page sucks. That's just the, and you know and why and the amount suck? of time Google knows Google knows how long they should roughly spend on a page for whatever term right so you better at least hit the average so and and here's the thing if if every if the average you know internet connection is three G you're wasting people's time one by adding an image at the very top of your page that gives mm-hmm. them no fucking answer so it would behoove you to get them to actual words or you know a bolded headline hmm. before an image right. Uh, two, you have to load the fucking image. Yeah. So that's time wasted as well. And the image, image is something images that... Images drive clicks, though. Where? So, like, if... I'm not so saying I'm, you can't have images in the article. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. I'm saying, like, the you know, those big featured big images header, yeah, yeah, at the top, like, and that are just a stock photo of, like, a pile of money, if you're talking about, like, uh, getting rid of credit card debt and it's just a bunch of credit cards, like... The, how does that serve them at all? Like, what does mm. that, you know, if it was a chart. Or Tells them about your taste. You see a bunch of stock credit card images and you're like, wow, better click back immediately. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I'm just like, I, we literally went through every single post on Swim University and got rid of the top image because mm. the top image was really just a illustration 
like if we had a cloudy pool, it was just like a pool, an, an illustration of a pool in the shape of a cloud. It gave that person no actual physical information that they could use to answer mm. their question. But if it was a, you know, even if it was a picture of a cloudy pool, like it still doesn't answer a question. But if it was a picture of a guy maybe adding clarifier into a cloudy pool and then the subheading was like, add, here's how you add clarifier, just add, you know, some sort of like instructional visual aid to something that is on topic and relevant. Yeah. Like something that where you could look at the image and go, oh, I actually learned something by looking at that image. Th- that I I am not saying you should get rid of those at all. You know, so so you've used Siri on your phone, uh-huh. and it is somewhere between the worst and the super worst. <laughs> but if if I open Apple Photos, yeah, uh, and I, I was like going through photos, and it like said like Laura's in this photo. Do you want to share it with her? Uh-huh. And I didn't mark Laura's in there, just knew Laura's yeah. face, mm-hmm. and like obviously there's like old technology, and so I think if you take that basic reading of an image from a company that hasn't given a shit about machine learning. Yeah. And you put it to Google, perhaps in the future, like the relevant images will matter. I think, and again, I'm not, what I'm not suggesting. And you should build for that future. You shouldn't build for what it was today or yesterday. A hundred percent. I just think you're, you're taking, you're just regurgitating what's already out there. The goal Mm -hmm. I think in, any sort of if you're running a media business, which is essentially if you're if you're running a blog or doing any kind of SEO work at all, like that's essentially what you're doing. You're you're running a media company. Why would you take other people's media and republish it? Mm. Like create your own media because what's going to happen is like even if it's like custom illustrations or something, because like we do custom illustrations, but it's you know it's usually to help those illustrations get in the top of Google. Like that, that does help a little bit. I think. I mean, I, I I could look at our image search, but I could tell you like we don't get a lot of clicks because of our image search. But uh, in fact, we actually have more problems because of our custom images because people fucking steal them, mm. and I have to I go. Was to their say, we have site. a lot of examples where we're not in the featured snippet. It's another website in their text with our image on. Yeah, the side. that happens a lot too. But it makes me so angry. It does make <laughs> me angry. Yeah, but it just means that you have a good image. So mm. I. I I, I'm just, you know, I think if you are wasting anyone's time on your site, and that's why I've I've gone in, and all of my sites are like, you know, besides Brew Cabin right now because I'm still working on like fixing Brew Cabin. Um, mm. Actually, that's not even true. I did I did like every single article like loads the headline immediately. It's like the it's and I waste no real estate at the top. It's like just the head, you know, the header, and. I've I've even gotten rid of like the drop down. Like as soon as you start scrolling, I used to like ha- like if you scrolled back up, I used to put the drop down in. I'm like, ah, no one, no one them. wants, no that. one's that, yeah. you know, I, or no one wants anything blocking them when they're like if you're on your phone and you have like a just a some thing that's following you the whole time. Like it's fucking annoying. Like I wish I could get rid of it, and it's like I, I it's just I don't like. <sighs> Mm. people know no i I hear you i hear so i have this like little button bar at the bottom well think about that right Mm. i and i because i really liked that for a long time but i'm like you know what the act of building it and maintaining it when you know ios changes and all that stuff like it wasn't worth it to me and two i'm like it's all built in the fucking it's all built in anyway. It's like if you want to share something, you click the share button in Oh, I don't, I don't mean that. I, got, I, I don't have like a share bar. I mean like you, so have you a, can go to like 
the podcast page or right. popular or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that that has driven a lot of additional, like, clicks per page. Mm-hmm. I think where, like, you really lose is if you have, like, shitty display ads or something that yeah. hook to the bottom. God. Or just waste real estate when you first load the page. Yeah. So you're like, you're not making any money on that. No. And, and, and maybe some, like, the bigger companies, like, I know like entrepreneur.com or whatever, like they, they, that's where they make their money. Cause like they literally like force you to take off ad blocker. And I'm like, yeah, I, I basically don't read them. <laughs> I'm just oh, like, same. I'm just like, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not wait listing. Like they're the worst culprits with ads. Right. I'm like, gone. If there was any site I was going to trust, it wouldn't be business insider right. or Forbes. Exactly. So the thing is, is I, I understand you got to make money and stuff, but you got to find a new way. <laughs> like mm. there's gotta be, there's gotta be a better way. You know, and I think it it forces people to 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 do that. I don't know, but I think that's like I don't I can't really think of anything else that like. Can you think of any other like trends or or? I mean, I think uh, for me in 2019, like I am aggressively going to be looking at keywords. Like doing keyword research is still important because if people are not searching for your term, why write it? And I, and you know and you could argue I mean I, I shouldn't say that because that's a blanket statement but uh, you know because I plan on writing things um, you know on Brew Cabin and some University and Money Lab that don't rank because they're mm. for people who come in you know once they're in it's like hey I have this other piece of content for you that will never rank but is super important uh, so you should do that but like if you're just starting out. I mean, I kind of wish I did that with Roasty, to be honest. Like, that's one of the things I didn't do is I didn't do Which? any research. Oh. Mm. It grew. It grew. But because I kind of guessed right, you know, and I didn't have HRS at the time, and I was just kind of thinking of questions that I wanted answered in my own, you know, coffee existence. And I just happened to hit a couple. But had Overwhelmingly, I... Overwhelmingly, we're creating so much less stuff. Yeah. And spending so much more time researching. Mm-hmm. Like literally in Ahrefs, yeah. Like like the areas that Laura and I want to go into have keyword difficulties like of eight and below. Yeah, you know, like I don't I don't want to fight for a forty difficulty keyword anymore. We've won them, and they're actually not that great. Tell me, tell me. Mm-hmm. All right, let me let's do, let's do a little thought experiment, okay? Yeah. And then we'll wrap things up. Um, you know, we're recording this a little early. This might be out by now, but. Uh, I'm going to develop a, I have this article written for affiliate marketing, which mm-hmm. I think is like keyword difficulty of like 70 out of a hundred or 80 out of a hundred, like hard fucking keyword to rank for Yeah, on a site that has, uh, zero backlinks and is a brand, basically a brand new domain. It's going to have like one article. Is this like a, do I think you could do it? No. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, it like, do, so you don't think I can do it? I don't think you could do it. Okay. Um, but let's take everything that we just talked about and mm-hmm. everything that you know about SEO. Yeah. What do you think are like the things that I absolutely like, or anybody, it doesn't matter, but like specifically this example, like what I need to do, like the, like crucial. I think um, that uh, you need to keep them on the page they arrived on. Don't send them to another page on your site. Don't send them to an affiliate link until a meaningful amount of time. Okay. I think do, you, Google, do, you think, do you think I should remove the header on that specific page? So that I, I think that's a really in. good idea that yeah. you have. Okay. 
I, I think of it in context of what I what we're doing, and I don't know if I want to commit to making changes like that, but yeah. I think it's a very good idea. Um, I think that uh, it is really important that who you are and why I should give a shit about what you say is mm. somewhere on the page. Mm. Like your name is like the lowest bar of entry. Machavinisi, who cares? Ah, he has all these successful sites that make money in affiliate marketing. Okay, and that th- should be somewhere. The reason you say that is because with the health and financial stuff that happened in 2008, like that was a crucial that was the crucial piece that was missing from a lot of those articles was, was I feel context. like it's Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like accolades or whatever. Yeah. And I think that is coming. Um mm. I think when you published it, when you or at least when you last updated it, mm-hmm. absolutely necessary. Um I think that uh, every question that Google has like related at the bottom of their search results mm-hmm. and all of the autocorrects on the way mm-hmm. all need to be answered. Mm-hmm. Um, page speed? Obviously, page, page speed is critical. I know you have that covered. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, I think it's, Link, and it has I, to be I, comprehensive, dude. Yep. It, I think linking out to good people too, like linking out to quality stuff at the bottom, maybe it's like sources that helped me write this or early like, on with listen money matters. And it's still case for, for still the case for reviews. Like if you rank for betterment review, that's a sickening amount of money that you will make a month. Mm-hmm. And people who are hitting the top were linking to other reviews for mm-hmm. betterment mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, and so I think like, Digesting that, so definitely linking to valuable and related stuff is important. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think really just the comprehension and speed, hmm. and and humor. I think, which is basically keeping them on the page. This is my my version of keeping them engaged longer. I also I also have this belief that uh, the first moments that it's in Google are like beyond critical. Like hmm. don't don't publish it. Until you would swear your life on the title and you Whoa. know it works and you really believe that. I, 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 I so yeah. look look at look at your uh, search console data and I think you'll see that when you create new things, they get high. They get like it starts with a meaningful amount of clicks and impressions, or or at least impressions, and drops really quickly. And I think Google gives it an initial test, mm. and I think you have to at least do decent. With that initial test, uh, I and obviously we can't tell what is happening, but I think that we have failed sometimes that, as a result of that. That's an interesting concept because it's hard to climb from page fifty up to page one. Then if Google gives you one minute on page one and you perform decent, maybe then you start at page five next mm. or something. And so you have to really you got to nail it. Yeah, and I mean, look, you see how quick rankings are happening now. I think, yeah, yeah, it's harder to to do decent than to climb from from garbage. Okay. So, like, that title better be clickable. Yeah. So, you know what? um, I used to follow the – this got me in trouble, but not through SEO. I I used to follow uh, Leo Babalta's whole – he had this whole uh, article about uh, frictionless publishing, I believe was the term he used, which was like – just get it out there quick and dirty, and then you can always improve on it. on it. You can always yeah. improve on it later as like, you know, but yeah, I mean, 
not if it sucks. Like, you know, I mean, I think his was more like, you can have some typos and shit in there. Like, it's no big deal. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, mm. picture perfect. Um, oh, for sure. But I think the, the initial user voting. Yeah. Fuck. That's a good one. I agree with that one. And, dude, like, later, just look at your Google Search Console data for new posts. Well, the, yeah, I mean, that is... The Search Console data is... The one of the best tools because it tells you what you're on the verge of ranking for, mm. and it's like all you have to do is like look at your you know look at things that are getting a lot of impressions. So that means like a lot of people are searching for it, but maybe your position on for your specific article is like ranked number seven, for example. Mm. And it's like go back and look at that objectively, make it better, make it more comprehensive, make it uh, funnier update the you know create update it and put the new date on there you know so update it when you do hit update change the date too uh everything we just talked about like if you can get that up a couple of positions like that's just more traffic and you didn't really have to do all that much i think you should look at like impressions yeah. as google's faith in you yes and clicks as like people's faith in you mm. and barring like me trying to rank for money lab where people are clearly trying to go to money lab like they should move in lockstep and yeah. if they don't, then you did something wrong. Is there um, anything else that we should talk about when it comes to the future of SEO? Is there anything you want to say? Any last words? Uh, yeah, I can't wait for a beer. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> well, I want to thank my girlfriend, Steph, for sending in my new middle name, Happy Birthday, because this episode is coming out on her birthday, and she's the best. Thank oh, you. shit. Happy birthday, Steph. Yeah, and <laughs> of course, she wrote this all, so... Thank you. <laughs> and I want to thank Andrew, my man, Andrew, for joining me on this episode and every episode of Money Lab. Absolute, dude. Thank you. And finally, thanks to our sponsor. Head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges. And email matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on this show. And when you do, feel free to send me in new middle name suggestions. I am open to trying new ones out. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. Okay. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye-bye. Please tell your friends about this show.